Today's episode of the Get Home Safe podcast contains explicit language that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Hersema. All right. Hey, guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. We're recording for the Wednesday episode here on Monday, June 28th, but this is the weekly Wednesday weigh-in with Bill Barnes. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. How's everything going, Bill? How was your weekend? Look like you got some sun. Uh, how are you feeling? What's up? Well, <clears throat> had a good good uh, week. Last week, Wednesday, Thursday, did a little retreat down to Palm Desert. A little JW Marriott action. Just me. Okay. Just me. Okay. A, man, a man alone with his thoughts. <laughs> you know, you know, re, re, um, <clears throat> recharging the battery. Love it. Uh, too, I guess I had too many half pike, uh, triple gainer somersaults off the, uh, high dive there at the pool. Cause the back's a little, uh, flared up. Okay. Got, I'm under the influence of a couple of, uh, uh muscle relaxers and a painkiller this morning. So <laughs> if I start foaming at the mouth and, or having a uh, spasm of some type and flop onto the ground, you know what to do, call the authorities or just, uh, you know, let me just lay there. Let you bleed out and yeah. work, work out of it. <laughs> we'll have to find a yeah, new uh, sure. Wednesday guy. Yeah. Uh, and then um, this past weekend um, <clears throat> went down to, uh, to uh, oh, go out with a very uh, beautiful young lady by the name of Donna, who I've, I've been seeing now a little bit. And okay. um, the one that I told on the previous show, the one that uh, Nadine had fixed oh, up yeah, yeah, yeah. years ago, four years ago. Who uh, passed away. And right? it, it took, yes, and it took Donna four years to figure out that, she, you know, that she finally needed to reconnect with me, you know. <laughs> but anyway, enough of that. Run, Donna, run. That's yeah, all I can say. Um, her all. But anyway, we um, went out to dinner, a place there in the valley, good little spot. And then, <clears throat> you know, knowing that the L.A. area is rich with uh nightlife supposedly San Fernando Valley area. I did a little research and I wanted to come up with the best rated quasi dive bar in the Valley. And the place that showed up was a spot called the Foxfire room. (laughs) Okay. Any, any affiliation with the Foxfire from Anaheim? Zero. Okay. Zero. Foxfire room (laughs) located in uh, studio city Valley village area. So we went over there and um, sat in the power corner at the bar (laughs) A uh, guy named Brian, really good, um, really good um, bartender, nice guy. Um, he decided to uh, make us some really good drinks. And then during the course of the evening, um, you know, a guy came in and sat kind of across from us to the left. And I said to Donna, I go, you know, that guy looks like the the guy that used to be on uh, – uh, Operation Repo, the shaved head white guy with the tattoos. Who, <laughs> okay. Who would always kind of go crazy. <laughs> I said, I think that's him. She goes, and she didn't know what I was talking about. She had no clue. Yeah. I, I mean, <clears throat> only people that are afraid of getting their cars repoed even watch that show. <laughs> so I guess back in the, I guess maybe I had that fear back in the day. I don't know. But anyway, I used to watch it. So finally I'm thinking, 
you know, after a couple of Jack and Cokes, I look over at him and I go, so what have you been doing since repo? And he, uh, he goes, well, you know, I've been uh, doing some blah, blah, blah. And he told me what he did. And he'd also had a stroke and he recovered from, and I, I look at her and I go, Jesus Christ, that is him. So I just kind of went out on a whim throwing the bait out. Yeah. And it was Matt Birch is his name. Nice guy, really good guy. And, um, we talked a little bit and he's supposedly going to be going into some, a new bounty hunter show that's coming out. I think he's a stunt man as well as kind of a part-time actor type thing. Really nice guy. Wow. Um, <clears throat> he, uh, he also has a birthday in July as I do. And like everybody, I'm older than he is by two years. <laughs> but, um, anyway, he uh, got a picture with him and, um, the rest of the uh, evening he, he left. And then, so <clears throat> Donna's, she goes, which what kind of drink should I have? I don't know. Ask uh, Brian. So I, she asked Brian, she goes, surprise me. And he goes, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he goes back and he mixes us both up a little uh, shot called a milkshake, a milkshake. And hmm. I said, wow. And I immediately thought of the song. Uh, and I tried to explain it to Donna what the song was. And of course <laughs> she didn't know. So Donna, here it is. Daylight, three days late and a dollar short. DJ Bill Barnes. Yeah, bringing it up here. <laughs> See? Excuse the shitty dancing, but this is what painkillers and, and muscle relaxers will do to you. <laughs> That's why you guys got to watch on YouTube to see yeah. Bill, Bill Barnes dance. Right. <laughs> Okay. All right. So anyway, shake brings the boys to the yard. Yeah. And in that, the milkshake the other night brought uh, a rush to your brain to the yard. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. Those were good drinks. Those were good drinks. And um, they'll catch up on you. Oh yes. yeah. I they'll bet. Catch up on you. So I looked it up. Uh, there's a few different versions of these mm -hmm. milkshake shots, mm -hmm. but uh, chocolate milkshake. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. So one ounce of chocolate vodka. One ounce of chocolate liqueur, a splash of milk, and a scoop of chocolate ice cream. Be mixed together and put in a shot. So good stuff, huh? Real good. Wow. Real good. Because there's I, nothing better than a milkshake, really. But highly recommend it. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Healthy and 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 good for you. <laughs> That's hilarious. <clears throat> so anyway, yeah. So anyway, it was it was a good good few days I've had, and now I'm back to the grind, and and uh, it's Monday, and here I am sitting here playing through pain man yeah we yep. appreciate it you can't no calling in sick here on the, on the oh, podcast no no no, no. no. i don't I, sick time is uh frowned upon absolutely yeah you even had you record when uh you know you had that when i had covid covid back in the day yeah, damn right I did. damn right <laughs> Bill barnes is a man yeah. of the people uh i heard some uh great uh feedback from more people i record with and every, someone's like ah, i always listen to the wednesday show like i like that guy bill barnes a uh, little contrast listening to you and then some of my you know, nice guests I have on Fridays. Yeah, I, uh, I was going to tune in to the Friday guests, but I thought, no, if I do, um, I'll be struck by lightning. <laughs> so I better just stay away from that. But I understand he was a very good guest. Mm. Very, very nice man. Mm -hmm. um, I've, you know, I know some folks that did tune in and they said, geez, Bill, what a contrast, <laughs> you and then him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we try to get the good folks on on Fridays and then uh, let you just ramble away on Wednesdays. Yeah, so well, I try. Yeah, good stuff. Bill, I, I, heard, I heard a joke I thought of you. Maybe it's not funny to our female audience, but hey, you know what? If they're just jokes, J-O-K-E, uh, Mark Norman comic uh, posted. He said, women always aim high. Do you agree, Bill? Women, women aim high. Yep. 
Sometimes they come up with the bronze. <laughs> it said women aim high. You never hear about a silver digger. True, true. It's always the gold. gold always the gold. That's right. So I thought of you. And then I also, uh, I, I've heard this quote before, but it was uh, Frank. Or when they wind up with me, they got the tar and nicotine. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 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 I don't smoke. I don't smoke. Uh, the the Frank uh, Sinatra joke. I don't know if uh, if you heard this. Uh, it was about marriage and uh, happiness. Uh, have you heard this before, Bill? From Frank Sinatra. No, I haven't talked to Frank in a while. No, how's, he, how's he doing? It's been a while. Uh-huh. Uh, Frank Sinatra once said, and I thought of Bill Barnes. He says, "A man doesn't know what happiness is until he's married. By then, it's too late." Would you <laughs> Frank, uh, Frank had a couple not those under his, you know, he had a couple, I, I think yeah. four, four marriages. I think doesn't make him a bad guy. Hey, hey, it happens. It just makes you popular. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I knew you'd, you'd find some way, something there uh, to happen. So, okay. Funny stuff. Uh, okay. Bill, let's bring it down a bit. And we're going to talk about the news from Omaha, Nebraska. Can I explain the shirt first? I'm sorry. Yes. My apologies. No, 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 no. Look at Bill Barnes. Oh, I think I've got the, the only one in the country, I bet. Oh, absolutely. The Riverside Dons, 1947, Riverside, Riverside Dons from the old <laughs> Sunset League. All right. The Sunset League was a Class C minor league uh, affiliate way back in the day. I believe the Dons were a pirate affiliate. Um, so I, I saw this and I had to have it. Oh yeah, had to have it. Where'd being, you see it? And it's from my. Well, I saw it online. Okay, <laughs> and I bought it, and and uh, here it is. Anyway, um, seen it's from my my old uh, stomping grounds where I was born and raised and worked for many many years. They played in a ballpark called Evans Park. Evans Park, for those of you that don't know and probably don't give two shits, was at the corner of Fourteenth and Brockton down downtown Riverside. It's now a parking lot for a community hospital. Okay. Anyway, they played there. Um, back in the forties, <clears throat> they, that year they had a 80, I believe an 80 and 60 record. They were in the playoffs. I think they lost their first round. Um, <clears throat> they gave up the fewest runs of any team in that, in that year. One of the players on that team was a guy named Francis Bushman. Okay. Great name. Francis, Dr. Bushman was an, a phenomenal athlete from the city of Riverside. He um, later became a um, seniors tennis uh, champion. He was also a counselor at Riverside Community College. He was my counselor when I went there. Um, Just a great athlete, born and raised in Riverside. He was a catcher on that team that year. I I knew he was probably a ball player because I think at one time he was the baseball coach at like Riverside Poly High School way back, maybe in the 60s, 50s. I, I don't know. Um, but anyway, he lived to be like 95. I think he died about five years ago, maybe, uh, really, really nice. Good man was on that team. Um, like I say, they, they, uh, played Nevins park and, um, I think that was the one and only minor league team Riverside had. Wow. And, um, so a little bit of history and nostalgia there for those. Yeah. Random yeah. history. I love the shirt though. Yeah. So, okay. Wake up now. The, Boring story's over. Come on back. Get, get with us. Uh, so I, I wear it proudly. And um, I'm, I'm waiting to see how many people walk up to me and go, 
is that a like uh, what is that a, uh, a co-ed softball team or something? <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, well, let's talk about um, the College World Series. Uh, we're it's Monday. We're down to the final two teams, the National Championship Series, best two out of three, Mississippi State and Vanderbilt, an All SEC final. But there was some uh, controversy over the weekend, Bill. North Carolina State was one of the final four teams remaining, and on Friday uh, had some COVID issues. Had to play a game on Friday with uh, limited team personnel, and then on Saturday they had they had they were one win away from the national championship, and on Saturday the NCAA ruled them uh, no contest against Vanderbilt. They were eliminated, only with one loss in the tournament, and sent home packing. Mm-hmm. And I, for one, talked about this on on the show Monday. I incredibly disappointed and upset this. I think the NCAA made a big mistake here. And I think there's a bigger issue at hand here with the entire COVID protocols and everything. Mm-hmm. What are your initial thoughts when you heard the news? I feel really bad for that ball club. Um, my personal feeling is if they had nine players, if they had nine human beings that could play that day, uh, barring all the bullshit, let mm-hmm. them play. Mm-hmm. Let them play. If they had nine athletes ready to go, have them play. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's five pitchers and, and your, your center fielder has to play catcher or whatever, let them play. Yeah. Okay. Aside from that, I think that we have gotten what carried away with this COVID testing protocol nonsense. You can't have it both ways. You can't go into Omaha and open it up for everybody to go to the ballpark. Everybody not get tested. Everybody come in without a mask and sit there and, and, and watch the game and generate what? Money? Money, money, money. Money? Mm-hmm. Okay. But then again, you test your athletes, four of which I believe had, had been vaccinated, and they came up positive. Yeah. After, after there was a, a couple positive tests, they did contact tracing, and then they ended up retesting everyone. They'll, I think only vaccinated players were allowed to play on the mm-hmm. Friday game. That's why right. there was only 13. Right. Then they, they tested everybody and some of the vaccinated players tested positive too. So that's going to happen. I mean, if you've, if you've got any, any trace of even COVID in you, even though you're now immune from it, it's not going to infect you. Mm. Okay. Like I could get, you know, I don't know, uh, uh, something in my nose where they put the damn stick <laughs> and just because it's in there doesn't mean, you know, it's going to make me sick or you sick. I mean, so I don't were these guys, did these guys have any uh, symptoms of being sick? Uh, apparently there were some on as early as Tuesday. It was like a, a, okay. a bug, right? but uh, is what they described it. I posted for those of you who, who care, maybe mm-hmm. you don't, but I posted on the, on the get home See, State Facebook page, some information regarding this. Whole I'm thing. certainly not an expert at what, COVID does to you after you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, even though you're uh, uh, in superior shape college athlete, I don't know. And I don't think the experts know. No. So what are we doing here? What they're doing is their error. They're, they're going to err on the side of caution. They're going to err on the side of what looks good on paper health wise. Yes. Okay. And I think that's where their decision went. Well, here's my thing. How far do you take this thing? You, you, you send a team home early mm-hmm. because they have some COVID issues. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, some of those guys who tested positive were on a field mm-hmm. with Vanderbilt mm-hmm. on, on Friday. They were on a field mm-hmm. with other umpires, with umpires. Yeah. They, were, they were close to, mm-hmm. in proximity to 25,000 fans. It was outdoors. I understand that. But what do you do? How, I mean, because there maybe there's not positive symptoms that, that come up from the 
potential infected people later on until the tournament's over. So do you cancel the whole thing? I think we we agree and maybe we, we don't see eye to eye on a few things, but I think at this point, if you're going to have full stadiums and not mandate that people be tested or wear masks, there probably shouldn't be COVID protocols before the game. Which one is it? Which one is it? That's all I'm saying. I know. I, I, again, it's okay for the, for the people generating the income to walk in there with COVID symptoms, I guess, and not get tested. Yeah, as long as you pay 50 bucks for a sure. ticket. Yeah, sure. And that's the cheap seat too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but it's certainly frowned upon if you're one of the, one of the uh, ball players that walks, that comes in and you test positive, even though you feel fine, you're on the field. I mean, I know there's a breeze blowing in Omaha. I know it's, you know, hot. And, <laughs> and, and I mean, <clears throat> you're more apt to get it. I think sitting next to somebody in the stands than you would be on the field. Yeah. So my thought is, okay, you're not going to, I don't think you're going to spread it on the field per se, but you certainly might in the stands and you certainly may get it when you leave the ballpark. And let's say you go and you meet with friends after dinner, family, and someone in your family might've given it to you. Yeah. There's, there's, and there's tons of viruses spreading throughout our, you know, our bodies and our, and our daily life. And I mean, yeah. And and here's the design. Okay. What the, what the vaccine was designed for was not to make it completely go away. It's going to be here. Not to make, COVID go away, mm-hmm. okay, is to slow the spread. And if you do get it, it's going to be very, very minute and light, mm-hmm. okay, like a cold or a, just a small little inkling of the flu. It's not going to be the one that completely knocks you on your ass and puts you in the hospital and devastates you. Although there are some people that that still could happen to, just like a regular flu does. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the big bad world out there. Uh, will continue to be big and bad. And there's really nothing you can do to um, completely prevent COVID. So you're right. At what point do we stop this madness? At what point do we say we're, we're, we're putting the, we're putting the uh, antigen tests away. We're putting all this, we're putting the stick up, your know, put, we're taking it away. It's, it's enter at your own risk. And if that terrifies someone, don't go to the ball. Why game. don't, why don't the automobile manufacturers put a, a breathalyzer machine on every car they build. Absolutely. It'd be, okay. it'd be more safe. All right. It'd be safety. It, okay. It, it, it could save a couple of lives. Okay. Because I mean, how far do you go with this? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and they're talking about this Delta variant that is out of control. Well, you know what I think, Bill, I think, <sighs> I think there's people out there who really do want this to go on. They, they want they they thrive on this. They thrive on the fear. We've talked about that before. Variant this, variant that. It's like okay, I said it uh, on Monday, and someone will fact check me and whatever. But you know, I know there's been six hundred thousand uh, deaths from this thing. That doesn't necessarily mean everyone died from COVID symptoms. You know, people had other issues going on. But over thirty two million people have gotten COVID in Amer- in America and survived. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're one of them. I yeah. mean. I mean, it was no fun. I mean, yeah, I had it. It was no fun, but you know what? I fought it. I, I took some, some, I, I called the doctor. He gave me some things to take that kind of, you know, um, you know, took the bite out of it. So this thing isn't the death sentence that people believed it to be at one point. And it's, I'm not diminishing any of the people who've, who've lost their lives to it. Uh, there's just a lot of people 
who don't, you know, right. Here's my, many take, don't here's, even have here's my take on it. It wasn't passed through bats. Okay. It was in a, in a test tube somewhere. It spilled, it got out of control and it, it spread like wildfire. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> if you know what was in it, you know how to test for it. You ought to be able to get a, get a vaccine for it mm-hmm. pretty quickly. And, and people forget all these folks out there that think the vaccine is this uh, death uh, shot. I don't go that far with the conspiracy. I really don't. Because remember, it was Donald Trump who was pushing it. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump said the only way we're going to get out of this is if we come up with a vaccine. So guess what? They went Operation Warp Speed. They got the friggin' vaccines. And now the same ones who supported Donald Trump that thought he was the, you know, the, the second coming are, don't want to do it. Mm. So I, I don't get it. People are strange, man. People. And again, but that's your own. No, you have the off. I think it's good to have the option. Right. And, and the vaccine. Okay. For where we were, everything was shut down. You had to wear a mask mm-hmm. uh, to, to go to bed mm-hmm. uh, in some people's eyes. There needed to be something. So, okay, here's a vaccine. And now do with do with it what you want. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. It's just mm-hmm. funny. Okay. The anti-vaxxers and also the mandatory vaxxers. You know, there's I think there's more of us in the middle. There are. There are. But you know what? I I had the I got the vaccine in March and I feel pretty good. I'm not growing a, a second or I'm not growing a third ear. Yeah. OK, everything's fine so far. I mean, who knows? In 25 years, I, but in 25 years, I'm going to be 85 years old and I, something else will kill me. We'll be on that. our, we'll sure. be on our thousandth episode by then. Yeah. So <laughs> my point is, is that I don't care if you get a vaccine, but I'm not going to play. I don't want to play by the rules that protect you. Yeah. I think, I think information has been out there. Get vaccinated if you choose. And if you don't, you know, you know what you're dealing with. You know that there's risks. There's risks to everything in life. And if you're vaccinated, even though it's rare, some people do still get COVID. I mean, I think at this point, a year, a year and four months now, it's like, okay, let's let's live our lives because you made a good point. When does it stop? I don't know that it ever stops. When do we stop testing before games of players? Does this go on forever? Because COVID is not just going to uh, disintegrate and go away. No, it's always going to be. No, you know. Until they say there's herd immunity or whatever. Well, herd immunity is, I don't even know what the fuck herd immunity is. To be <laughs> well, honest with like you. I said, a lot of people have uh, had COVID. There's probably plenty of people out there who, who had it and don't know they had it. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in how many people have been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I, I think the overall danger, this is just, just, just an opinion here. The overall danger is not as significant as maybe not it was. Not even close. Mm-hmm. Not even close. And at some point in time, I think it's just, this year is it's too new to do away with completely. I think you're going to see testing throughout the whole rest of the year. Like football will test till their season's over next this coming season. Baseball, same. Basketball, same. So, you know, maybe next year they'll throw caution to the wind and just go. Yeah. I yeah. mean, um, 2022, probably yeah. it'll, it'll be done with. Well, I well sure you know, football so. guys, guys who, who don't want to take the vaccine, you know, and these are professional athletes, like their bodies are, are everything mm-hmm. to them. Some guys don't want to take a vaccine because maybe they, they don't see a risk. They're being treated like second class citizens. I mean, I, I don't like that. It's like uh, if you take it cool, if you don't, you know, mm-hmm. what, what is the, what is the harm? If you're vaccinated and this guy is, what is the harm to you? Mm-hmm. Why do you care so much that he's vaccinated? Right. You know? It's like, you know, what? I'm, I'm wearing a ballistic vest. You're not. Yeah. 
we go into a shooting. I take one in the, in the uh, 10 ring here. I'm not going to die. It's going to hurt. You take one in the 10 ring, you're done. But it doesn't affect me, though. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're one man down. Right. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it. it <laughs> so ultimately, what, what are your thoughts on the. You dis- knew the risk. Y- yes. You, knew and you the decided risk. not to wear the vest. Yeah. And, and maybe I don't even get shot at. So I don't True. need, you know. True. But so what um, overall, I guess, what is your overall opinion over what the NCAA decided? I thought it was they erred way too much on the side of caution. I think, but they took the, they took the uh, easy way out. Yeah. And they were able to hide behind the so-called medical staff that the NCAA provided saying that that's the way it should have been done. (laughs) All right. I don't like it. If I know if I was a North Carolina state player, coach, official, parent, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Oh, big, big time. I, I think even if you were down, I said, I would say flying, flying some random uh, students to play, to play the game for you. I mean, do something. Don't, don't say you can't play the game. No, you I know, agree. if you had nine players mm-hmm. play it, yeah. find a way, find a way. What, what do you got to lose besides a game? That's right. it. And, and find a way. I just don't think, first of all, as far as young people go, I mean, it's, the data is clear to everyone out there. If you just, it, it does not affect young people nearly uh, the way it does older people. And, and besides that, if, and if you're going to test vaccinated people, what in the fuck what? is the reason to get vaccinated? Then <laughs> That's crazy. I got vaccinated because I don't want to be tested anymore. I yeah. don't want that freaking stick up my nose. And I want to, you know, I carry my card with me. I've got it on my phone. <laughs> if anybody gives me any shit, I just whip it out. Boom. And say, here it is. And, and show them your uh, vaccination I not only card. whip it out, but I show them my vaccination card. <laughs> oh, my. Well, it's, uh, it, it sure is. Some, we've, we've seen things that we never thought we'd see, and it just continues. Mm-hmm. A team just gets sent home like that. Uh, and you know what? I've never really believed this. You know, when Utah football went undefeated uh, in the early 2000s or a school like, uh, I don't know, Central Florida goes undefeated. Sometimes they'll jokingly declare themselves national mm-hmm. champions. Mm-hmm. I actually would not have a problem if NC State declared themselves co-national champions. Maybe people don't agree with me, but I do. I thought that's, this, that, this was taken that's from That's taking a little bit too far. Well, they didn't. They didn't lose. One of the final four teams remaining, and um, two, two of the teams mm-hmm. have two losses. They will be one of the only teams left standing with one loss at the College World Series. Mm-hmm. So. I think I think they have an argument. I don't know, but I made two predictions. Uh, baseball related, yes, baseball related. I predicted that Vanderbilt would win it. Well, they might, and they're two wins away, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I also predicted that Jay Johnson would be the new head coach at LSU. And guess what? You make the announcement. How did you pull that out of your hat? You said last week. Last week, I don't two have weeks it. ago. Yeah, you said I don't have insider information. I go okay. So Bill Barnes is our a, a baseball coaching uh, mm-hmm. uh, source. Yes. LSU hires Jay Johnson away from Arizona, who was once ejected by Bill Barnes at, at Nevada, at, at Hawaii, mm-hmm. as he was uh, the, the visiting team. Mm-hmm. And so a great uh, run at Arizona. Now he's going to probably the best job in college baseball. Bar none. Yeah. Bar none. And if Jay's smart, which he is, Jay's not a dumb guy, he will keep some assistants there that have roots in that area to be a good recruiter for him. Uh, Jay is I think very good has a very good baseball mind he learned from a pretty good guy in Rich Hill when who he coached with at San Diego who's now in Hawaii as we touched on last uh, week so Jay will do good there he I think he might have a little rough patch but 
um, I, I wish him the best and, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Crazy, man. Just crazy. Um, I apparently, you know, LSU could pretty much go after anybody they wanted, even mm-hmm. coaches at big time programs. Mm-hmm. And I think they just looked at Jay's body of work on Omaha a few times and mm-hmm. said that that's he's our guy. Won, he's won every place he's been. Yeah. And he's got the most out of, out of his ball players. And, but he's been always a West Coast guy, right? Okay. With Nevada well, and Arizona. So this is going to be interesting. I mean, the, the experiment with Dave Serrano at t- Tennessee was, yeah. He leaves and they go to the College World Series. How, how about that? That's kind of weird. Uh, but, but yeah, it's, it's a different ballgame. You know, Augie went out to where? Augie went to Illinois, back to Fullerton. Then to Texas. And then to Texas. So Augie, you know, he, he, he but Augie had a dynamic way. We all know. <laughs> you know, so. Absolutely. Um, well, anyway, so Jay, yeah. So I, we'll see We'll see if, if, if my prediction comes true with me. Yeah, uh, Barnstradamus. Barnstradamus, that's what I'm going to call you from now on, man. That's uh, What other predictions? You got any lotto numbers you could throw our way? <clears throat> no, but I, I do predict that uh, <laughs> the Los Angeles Dodgers will not, will not be in the playoffs this year. Whoa, in the playoffs? No. Playoffs? They're going to finish third behind the Padres and the Giants. Wow. Breaking news. Mm-hmm. That that would be something. Mm-hmm. Well, they keep screwing around, you know. Uh, and You can't keep Be- Bellinger healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, <clears throat> the pitcher that pitched last night, the lefty, Darren, or, uh, you know, my, the meds are kicking in. What's um, the lefty? Number 22. Oh. Arias? Jesus I'm surprised. I don't think my young winner for fuck's sake. Oh, sakes. Kershaw. 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 He's been hot and cold. I mean, he was lights out last night against the Cubs. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. So the, uh, the Giants are the first team to 50 mm-hmm. wins in the big leagues, mm-hmm. which how is, I don't know. I do not know. I don't know how they're doing it. Padres and Dodgers each with 47 wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Padres with a few more losses. So I, I think it's going to be quite a race, but mm-hmm. that's an it. That's that's bold, man. That is bold. Dodgers will not be in. Okay. And, it's and still, if I'm right, everybody thinks I'm brilliant. And if I'm wrong, everybody is glad. Yeah. Bar- so it's win-win. Yeah. <laughs> Barsha Namas. I love it. Um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, so uh, baseball, we talked about the coaching changes. Okay. You had, speaking of the College World Series, you had a, a bone to pick with instant replay. I don't like the format. Um, you know, I'm all about replay because it's here to stay and it's not going anywhere. All right. So I would rather see, I don't think everything is open to replay. I mean, it slows the game down. <laughs> I mean, I saw a couple plays the other day that weren't even close. Weren't even close. The crew gets together. Then they go to the, the headsets. All right. Number one, have a, have a, um, have a, um, a cap on how many replays you can, you can, you can have. That I wish there was and so that you, there's strategy involved. Yeah. And if there's replay, if replay is going to be involved, go right to the headset. Why gather? From what I understand, I haven't seen the play, okay? But from what I've heard, um, <clears throat> there, was a, there was a play the other day where a ball was hit down the third baseline, initially ruled foul, home plate umpire on a, on a crew meeting said fair. Then they went to the headsets, mm-hmm. and they went back with foul again. And they overturned it back now, to the original. Yeah, I don't get that. So I, I, I don't get that. I talked about this Monday, but I think. And the ball was clearly fair. Oh, really? That's, I again, 
replay couldn't what see what I was it. told. Okay, so I, I said they get together because before they go to the headset, they want a a, a, conf, a confirmation of what the ruling on the field is. If they can turn turn it to a correct call, then you go to the monitor or to the replay. Then it's not replay overturning a call if you get it if you fix it on the field first. That's the that's the logic. I don't know who's making those decisions. You and I both know it's not umpires. No, I know. I know the the uh, the uh, both the uh, <clears throat> rules rules guy and the uh, umpire um, supervisor at the at the and and I don't think it's coming from them. No, I think it's coming from uh, somebody at the NCAA level that is 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 making those decisions. Well, we've been over that. They make uh, poor decisions usually. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm I, I'm in a lot. I mean, most of me, I. I, again, I don't really care. Yeah. Okay. It's not, I'm not, you know, on pins and needles with those decisions. I could give two shits, but it looks very indecisive when the crew gets together, then to the, the calling umpire and the crew chief go to the, uh, to the headsets and the decisions then, then is then made. So broadcasters who I don't really care about their opinions, they're, they're really complaining about this as you are, but there's another thing that is, that is just ridiculous. You, it's just, you cannot dictate mandate uh, sanction. You can't, this whole concept of the clock, the pitch clock uh, has just been a mess. It's supposed to speed the game up, but every time you call a violation or something, there's a delay because people argue or complain. And it's just like, they got to do away with this, this, this clock. We, you and I both hate slow games, but baseball's just not a game that you can time. You do in between innings or something fine, but during the game with runners on, I, it's just, it's, it's not a good fit. It's not, it's not, I don't know. The, I don't know the solution. I, I don't know the solution. No, absolutely. So I, yeah, there's, there's been plenty of, of, of things out there in the college world series and, uh, you you pick Vanderbilt. They got to the two best arms still, and they'll they'll probably win it. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, I I do feel for NC State could have been their first national championship. Uh, they could have got beat fifteen nothing too. Yeah, but we'll never know because the NCAA and their infinite wisdom said pack your shit and go. Home. Yeah, you can't make us any more money, so uh, you are so useless to so, us. So, but the but I understand the NCAA let them go back to the stadium. So they and do a little uh, do a little uh, team photo team the, photo in the middle of the night. Right. As, so as the grounds if, they, if it was that egregious, it wasn't all the whole team, though. Oh, it was infected. Players were treated like. Okay, but how do you know these these guys aren't now not, aren't now infected? Did they did they, uh, they test them before they came back for their team photo? They tested everybody and uh, before everything and, well, and the infected guys, they, they sent like prisoners of war. They're on a private jet and everything going home. And then so only these guys, it was the whole thing's a mess. I, I wrote a, a time. For, uh, I put a timeline uh, of post. Yeah, I read Facebook. the one that um, the D1 baseball thing did. Was that yours? Yeah, I posted. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I read that one. And it, there's a lot of a lot of gray area there. I know. There's a lot of gray matter. Oh my goodness, you got nothing's that right. black and white at all. No, 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 no. So it's it, the whole thing's just shady. And to think of, you didn't have a college world series last year, and then this year you're sending a team home early. And they're not the only team that's happened to. There were some other um, teams in other sports in the mm-hmm. NCAA that that's happened to. But mm-hmm. uh, you're telling me that, and I don't think it's NCAA. It's the college football playoff. But but you're telling me Alabama tests has some positive tests before the national championship game and you're not going to play that game. Or what if, what if NC state had beaten Vanderbilt? 
on Friday and eliminated them. You bring them back? No, you can't bring them back. Mississippi State would probably just be declared national champs. You win the tournament. Here's your here's your ribbon. That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Oh boy. Uh, anyway, we'll move on. Uh, I saw an ejection bill in the big leagues, and I wanted to get your thoughts on this. So, plate umpire and a catcher, plate umpire uh, balls a close pitch. Catcher stands up and he turns. He turns discreetly, but he turns mm-hmm. clearly to say something to the umpire that mm-hmm. he didn't like. The umpire kind of whips whips around as he goes to to address him. The catcher cowardly turns away so that it looks like the plate umpire is is, is coming around him mm-hmm. to bark at him. And it baffles people. Just don't understand why is the umpire coming around and yelling at him? Well, why do you think catcher probably said? You know what did he say? Hey, hey, uh, nice call. No. He probably said something that needed addressing. Probably said something inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So coming mm-hmm. around. So people always talk about umpires being the aggressors, uh, but players know how to manipulate it. They know how to play the game too and make the umpires look that way. They're, they're very cowardly. But my question to you, Bill, is uh, you ever do something like that? Come around in oh, front yeah. of a catcher, oh, yeah. yell yeah. at him. Yeah. When I'd have somebody barking at me, I would, I would take my plate brush out and I'd come around and I'd bend over and I would, I, I do. I I would put my hand there. I would not brush the plate. <laughs> I made it quite apparent to everybody that all I'm doing is I'm chewing this guy's ass. Okay, <laughs> and I'm telling him, you know, hey, you you know, you know what? You want that pitch? Well, guess what? It's a ball. But if you want it, you're gonna get it when you're batting. Yeah. All right. So you know what? Just shut up and and and, and catch. Two sided two sided home right. plate. But uh, I, I just it drives me nuts when guys. They act like, well, why is the umpire listening? Why is he responding? It's like, wh- why? what are you supposed to do? I mean, broadcasters don't. I mean, the, the, they're always. And, and if you listen to a home and a visiting broadcast, it's hilarious. The, it's night and day. The, the yeah, different like approach. You know? <laughs> oh, man, alive. Um, so you we talked about, uh, well, you talked about your vacation, right? Your little little trip. Couple we, day, yeah, we talked about it. I, a couple days in Palm Desert just to recharge uh, the battery and like i say i think i had too many half pike uh triple gainers off the uh high dive <laughs> so my back's a little jacked but other than that it was it was a it was a fun little getaway um the dark dingy and depressing bar you were talking about the, the no, bar I, I oh, that was much, that I, was somewhere else that was in uh that was in uh in studio city so yeah no um just rest relax come back get ready to go start it up again um so yeah i know it, it, it was okay Nice. Very nice. Um, uh, do you have any comments, Bill, on the, uh, I don't even want to call her an American Olympian because um, she doesn't appear to be, uh, you know, like, like America, but um, Gwen Berry, apparently a hammer. And there's going to be more uh, uh, athletes who do this, mm-hmm. but uh, finish third in some, or some bronze medal in, uh, I don't know, some Olympic event or mm-hmm. Olympic trial. Uh purpose turned her back on the national and what did i and what did i tell you last week the reason i don't watch the olympics anymore um i'm trying to remember because it's political yeah you're so right that is purely political mm-hmm. okay it's her right as an american there's been plenty of men brave men and women that have gone out and defended her right as an american to turn her back she can do that without you know facing any type of criminal um liability at all and it's also my right to not give two shits about her and hope to God that she back, that she throws the hammer and it somehow flings back and hits her right in the fucking head. All right. (laughs) So that can go two ways. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, And what is with the blue lipstick? You look like a clown. What do you, you you know, Hey, 
there's an ask for every chair. I guess. I, I go, guess. You, you want to be, you, you, you seek attention by doing that. You also seek attention by wearing um, <laughs> ridiculous looking attire or painting your face blue or dyeing your hair orange or some shit. We're in this uh, day and age of uh, <clears throat> changing names, changing everything. I got mm-hmm. my cancel culture, mm-hmm. yeah. cancel, cancel yeah, yeah. culture mm-hmm. shirt on. Um, and, you know, with this whole COVID thing, I think, do you, do you foresee, uh, you know, the Corona name in itself is, is very offensive because of, of all the death and destruction it's caused. Mm-hmm. I, is it time to change everything Corona bill? I actually live in the, uh, technically the city of Corona. Should that name be changed? Um, should the beer? Be changed, Coronas? No, it's ridiculous. No, 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 no. cancel culture. No, well, no, it's we, ridiculous. Do, do you see this change in like language though? You see places everyone's got like cha- we got to change uh, this term or that term because it's uh, either offensive it's, or it's it, it's it, <laughs> mankind, man-made. It's ridiculous. It is. It, it, it irritates me even think about it, talk about it. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's it's just. Come on, we got better. We need. Here's what we need. This country needs. We need a war. Okay. <laughs> we need some banana republic country that thinks they're all that to come in and start start pitching bombs into this country. All right, and 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 get us involved in something that we can unify and be one again. And 9/11 did that. I'm not saying 9/11 was right, but the only time we actually become United States the United States of America is when we're at war with someone. Mm. Okay. Not at war with Democrats versus Republicans. That has been completely divisive and, and, um, and uh, sponsored by the left-wing media. All right. We need a war. (laughs) Well, I don't know about all that, but yeah, yeah, I I understand your point. Absolutely. The, The problem is the enemy is not, the enemy's not foreign. There is no foreign enemy. The enemy is completely domestic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's coming, the enemy within. Mm-hmm. It's coming from within and destroying us within. Mm-hmm. They destroy, every, think of all the traditions, all the, the history. It's an attack mm-hmm. on everything America has like stood for in the past. Yeah, yeah, what happens is, you know, you're a family in a house and you're all fighting amongst yourself. There's discord, there's dysfunction. But when your next door neighbors start becoming assholes to you, you all unite and you fight back. Mm-hmm. It has, it, it's no different than the country. You take it on a, on a higher, broader scale. The country forms and unites, and we kick whoever's ass is fucking with us. <laughs> All right? Yeah, I'm with you there. Hey, amen. So, hey, on that note, next week, uh, this is our last show before the 4th of July, Independence Day. Um, what a concept. Uh, I don't know if you have any plans or anything, but you know what pisses me off is that's a pretty damn important holiday. I mean, it's, you know, the first holiday, arguably, mm-hmm. in this country. And um, it's it's similar to Christmas in the sense people are no, are no longer kind of like Kamala did with the Memorial Day weekend, mm-hmm. have a nice long weekend. Mm-hmm. People won't even like call it Independence Day or even Fourth of July. It's the holiday. This is a recognized holiday. And I'm like, we we can't even celebrate or say the words of an important day like Independence Day. No, we can't, man. It's a holiday. <laughs> They're all holidays. Just a holiday. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's but June nineteenth isn't. Oh, that's a whole other. That's whole a whole other set of well stuff. Yeah, you know, no kidding. And I'm going to say this: the the media 
and some of the left wingers have what they're doing is they are you know nobody wants to think about you know slavery nobody wants to think about oppression but what do you do you invent a holiday to think about it again mm. well i i think to to celebrate it well, and the ending of slavery is is a is a very important and and a significant moment in in history yeah. for for anybody, any country, and right. um, you know that that is uh, absolutely something to to be happy about that that is behind us. You know, we've moved on from that. We've moved on from a dark time in our history, uh, but it was history. You know, it was a long I'm time. I'm gonna ago. say this, and it's a, it's just a statement. Okay, those of you that know me know that that I don't see color, I don't see race. It's every man or woman for themselves. Either you're a good person or not, no matter what. But you know what? I never owned any slaves. And I know of no African-American that I know that ever picked cotton. Mm. All right. So let's celebrate now. I think uh, that, that's interesting. I okay. mean, I think a lot of people want to look back at bad things that have happened. And it's like, we, we got to move forward and move yeah. on. It's not, it's not to, you don't erase history. You don't, no. you don't pretend things no. didn't happen. That's not what anybody's saying. No. You got to know your history so that you don't repeat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. But, but, you know, 200 years ago, it was, it was pretty, pretty rough time. It's, it's 2021. I mean, things are, things are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, what I always find Bill is that people want to, they have this negative image of everything Think of the people that are so angry at America and and being here. And it's like, wait a minute, this is a pretty good place to live. I mean, we have to like create problems. There's problems out there, Mm -hmm. but let's deal with them. Mm -hmm. Let's not create made up. Yeah. Create problems like uh, defund the police and and turn your way to turn your, turn your head to, to, to criminal activity. And now all of a sudden people are screaming and yelling that they need police help. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. Murders are up and uh, you know, all across the country it's it's just it's crazy it's crazy times we're it's living it's like you don't pay attention to the um your, your the, the the problem in your toilet till the fucking thing overflows <laughs> and then by then it's too late yeah all right yeah, same absolutely. thing with this country mm-hmm. you know tend to business before it gets out of hand and that's what's happening yeah a little preventive maintenance goes a long way. <laughs> preventive maintenance. I had a quit. What was my question to you? Uh, well, here's a, here's a random one. Um, heard this the other day. This is a tough decision. Although I think I know your answer. If you had to pick, and this is no one, this is not one you don't want to pick, but if you had to be blind or deaf, which one would you choose? I'd love to be both. <laughs> I don't have to see it or hear it. Well, I, I well think said. I think being deaf because I'm half deaf now. Yeah. You know, I need people to talk loud and when they when these and these fuckers in Starbucks, <laughs> all right, that are that are behind the counter in Starbucks, they're glass partitions, wearing their masks. You know, I mean the the Starbucks where I was at in, at the hotel in Palm Desert, I I got so fucking pissed. Here I go down there, I order some coffee. And it takes me back in the day, you could order a regular coffee and they'd put it, give it to you right then and there. Right. It took me 10 minutes to wait for a regular cup of coffee because they have to go and they got to do this. They got to do that. I can't understand them because they're wearing a mask and the glass thing. And I'm, you know, and I'm having to put my, I'm thinking, would you please speak up? You know, (laughs) then I'm waiting and, and, and you mean to tell me you can't put cream and sugar on a table over here? I guess it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy. I guess you may kill somebody. Dangerous. You may kill somebody if you put cream and sugar in your own fucking coffee. They have to do it for you. 
And half the time they fucking forget. And then you got to go back and ask them to do it. And then they got to give a whole new cup of coffee because you've already fucked up the one they gave you. Contaminated. I mean, come on. You know what? Starbucks can kiss my ass. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say, Bill, just go to a mom and pop or donut shop to get some coffee. Shit, you? That's why, you know, no more Starbucks. God damn. Come on, man. You, don't you need people that. are ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, 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 we, we are in a, we are in a crazy, crazy time. And I just, I don't know how much more. I like their coffee because it gives me a boost in the morning. Okay. It gives me going and it gets me fired up, but you know what? I don't know if the, if the uh, frustration's worth it. No, absolutely not. You know, cut ties, man. Damn. Cut ties. Find, find something better. I, I mean, go to freaking seven <laughs> 11. Say that's not bad coffee. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Unbelievable. When you guys in the police station, did you have a giant, like this is a little pot, 12, 12 cup. Did you guys have like giant pot at the police station? Uh, no, 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 because we'd go to a donut shops and some restaurants and give it to us for free. So why the hell should we make it? You know? <laughs> Get out of your car speaking for a little of, bit. Speaking of, I didn't know you brought this up here. What? You watch me carry it up well, here. It's I'm, probably I'm little, cold now, I'm but a little, um, psychologically uh slow today yeah you are a little like it's funny hearing you there but, you go uh, <clears throat> very good yeah very good see better than starbucks right to you god damn right yeah we got cream and yeah. all that stuff right. whatever you need we let you do it on your do, do, do it yourself here on the get home safe podcast yeah yeah what else oh i gotta i gotta send a shout out to my my boy nick zavala wish him a hap- oh, man, happy happy yeah. uh uh recovery nick um was with a young lady and i think and he was flying and and he uh tried to land at the big bear airport and he landed in some trees instead thank god he's gonna make it and his his lady friend is gonna be okay um you know um i guess nothing says a first date like skin grafts You've been there a time or two, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, whoa, scary situation. Any yeah. plane crash is, is scary. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. believe he. Uh, yeah, I'm, Godspeed, Nick. Godspeed. Uh, exactly. Any other any major injuries or anything? Uh, I think Nick broke his leg, and uh, the like I said, the the, the lady uh, had some burns. Oh my goodness! And uh, but they're going to be okay. They're going to survive. But uh, close call. Very very close call indeed. That is uh yeah nothing to to. Uh, joke about which i'm doing <laughs> what an asshole anyway God, bill what a mess nick wouldn't have any other way no absolutely not um uh so bill why why is your back hurting um i don't know probably from old age <laughs> uh lifting and li- bending you know just who knows i don't know mm-hmm. but it's, it flares up sometimes flares yeah. up old old uh old uh cop injury uh I never worked that hard. No, <laughs> never worked that hard. That is so funny. <clears throat> uh, what else, man? We got a few more minutes here. What, what else can we dig up? We're going to dig up here. Can, uh, dig up how uh, good your last guest was on that Friday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pat, Patricio, mm-hmm. Pat Taylor. I heard, I heard great things. I didn't watch it. Because, Missionary, pastor. Yeah. Outstanding. I have uh, another guy on next week or th- this Friday, uh, a guy who works uh, security for the San Francisco 49ers mm-hmm. and some NBA teams. Yep. Uh, he got out of this state and lives in Vegas and uh, retired, retired CHP. Good. Good. Um, so a uh, great guy there. And then of course, uh, a real Hondo uh, prep alum upcoming. Of course. Big golfer. Um, I'm going to record soon with um, 
he's like the head photographer at Cal State Fullerton, who's who does all kinds of big sporting events. And I found out he has a podcast. Really? And I was like, hey, I'd love you to come on mine and, and talk about uh, my my podcast. What, are, what, happened to, what ever happened to those two girls that were? Uh, oh, I don't know. The They had like the Sunny Street podcast. Or yeah, I don't know if they yeah. kept it going or not. Oh, OK, well. You know, people don't realize it in theory, you, you start this thing up and you're like, oh, I can do that. I can talk for an hour, a couple of days a week, but right. to repeatedly do it and then get guests like it's uh, it's no joke. It's a full time job, man. Right. No, I mean, it's tough. I mean, you, you we've added a few things for you. You come here every week now. You've had the uh, the Facebook show. Mm-hmm. We do that. And uh, are you getting good? Good feedback on that as far as a little preview show? Um. No, my phone doesn't ring telling me how, <laughs> no, uh, I haven't really heard much, but, uh, you know, one of these days we're just going to have to really market this thing, you market, know? market it, go out there and tell people, oh, listen to us. <laughs> so my favorite sports broadcaster, uh, radio show, Clay mm-hmm. Travis, mm-hmm. I'll kick the coverage. He left his radio show. He joined a new radio show. It's the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton radio show. Um, they replaced uh, the Rush Limbaugh, okay. The, the time slot, I think, mm-hmm. on probably a lot of stations he had. I've listened all last week. It's outstanding. They mm-hmm. are great. Uh, Buck Sexton worked in the CIA, and then Clay Travis obviously has a bunch of. Uh, he's a former lawyer and has mm-hmm. a bunch of a sports kind of uh, takes and uh, and so I think I, I listening to them last week, Bill. My thought was, man, Bill and I, we now have a competition for the best duo in podcasting. So you're going to have to check them oh, we're out. Still, we're still head and shoulders above those guys. <laughs> we just haven't been discovered yet. That's it. That's all it is. But for those listening, check out. The, they have it in podcast form, of course. Uh, they are they are great. He uh, Sexton does a great impression of Fauci. Oh, <laughs> it's really funny. But there, the, there's a guy dressed up and nowhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> but they come with common sense and facts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of a lot of what they do. Common sense and facts have no business in today's society. They've been censored. No, it's that's no, it's 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 gone, gone forever. I want to see if there was anything uh, uh, trending here. But so what what do you think are some ways we could market this show? I mean, stand on a street corner and pass out cards. What do you think? We could have a live execution. (laughs) You know, maybe um, let's go find that cow that that (laughs) that made that didn't get to the slaughterhouse and we'll go finish it off. What is wrong with you? Where did (laughs) you? What pill people are gonna know? What pills is, are these? <laughs> no, um, <laughs> good you know, stuff. Last week there was an, there was a, a mad escape of forty mad cows in the city of industry that escaped out of a slaughterhouse. Did they really? Yeah, you didn't hear that? I did not. Right up the street. Where the me. fuck have you been? I, I don't. Yeah, know. I mean they they escaped and and one was killed by a deputy because it was gonna it was charging people. Thirty eight of them were recaptured and taken back to. Uh, to their to their death sentence and one stayed on the stayed on the uh, loose for three days and it was finally corralled and a couple of hollywood people decided because of its tenacity and its ability to escape the uh the 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 slaughterhouse it was rescued Uh. and taking to a if there i didn't know there was such a thing a cow sanctuary (laughs) stop it a cow sanctuary in the city of acton Oh my goodness! And it's I've been, been now it, and get this, it's on a thirty-day quarantine. <laughs> oh my! It's from COVID, from mad. I don't know. Oh my! Mad cow's disease. You I got guess. a thirty-day quarantine. Stop it! What? I shit you not. What is a cow? A cow's usually quarantined, but it's just sitting around. 
I don't know. I, don't know, I guess it's <laughs> it's getting you know breakfast in bed and uh, you know catered to. You got to be kidding no. me! Wow, no. wow, Bill! Uh, you Could made- you imagine like forty cows running down your street right now? Man, out of just in a herd, steaks. Yeah, I mean that would be line them up. I mean, come on. We have to shop for a while. That'd be that'd be great. Um, that's that's hilarious, especially in a place like City. So when, when when the I remember, great quote, the uh, owner of the slaughterhouse was asked, um, "What do you think about uh, the cow being uh, saved and uh, and the, your cows escaping and and this and that?" He goes, "I'm in the meat business." <laughs> Straight to the point. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bill, you made some predictions and you seem to be right, which is, uh, which is crazy. What are some other predictions you have? It could be sports. It could be politics. It could be anything. What are some Barnstradamus pre- predictions? Um, man. Or well, related to the podcast, even, you know, do we, <clears throat> do we, do we go, uh, you know, go, go up a notch? What, what happens with the podcast? I predict every person alive right now in the world. Okay. At some point in their time, will die. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> wow. There's, there's, there's out on a limb. Um, it's a hundred percenter. I guarantee you. Yeah. No kidding. Well, you, you predicted Vanderbilt will win. Mm-hmm. They, they play Monday through mm-hmm. Monday through Wednesday. So when people are listening to this, that you could have predicted that to be Correct. true. Mm-hmm. Um, do, what do you think COVID protocols in all sports after the NFL season? There will not be COVID protocol next season in the year 2022. Um, after football season's over, you're not going to so, see it. Yeah, NBA hockey, which mm-hmm. starts in see October done. or whatever. Yeah, that'll done. be that'll be done, done with. Done. I think people will have moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but but the whole concept. Do you do you think like well, first of all, we should say uh, Governor Newsom. Mm-hmm. That's that that is happening, right? They only threw out a couple of signatures from. 43. 43 signatures. 43 signatures. <laughs> that ought to tell you something there. Yeah. It's handsome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not as loved as you think you are. I Although mean, the Republicans need to get somebody. I mean, the two, the three slapdicks they got. Yeah. Going, I, I, well, I, two slapdicks. The other one doesn't have one. <laughs> um, you know, um, they need to get somebody and get united behind them because it's just going to split the vote. Oh, of course. And um, every Democrat is going to vote for Newsom, uh-huh. I think. Although some of them are pissed. Yeah. Well, like you said, it wasn't all Republicans no. who signed that no. that bill no. or who signed the recall. Um, so there's plenty of them, but I don't know if they'll get the votes. Who knows? But but what are your thoughts on, first of all, I don't think it can happen, but like a vaccine mandate of some kind. Don't hold your breath. As far as which, which direction? As far as... Uh, Life will be a lot easier for folks that have one and a lot different and pretty difficult for folks that don't. That's what I think they do. They manipulate it that they're way. Gonna, they're they're gonna not making it mandatory, no, but, but it's going to be, Hey, if you're vaccinated and you have it on your phone and you can show us you're vaccinated, you can come in. No questions asked, blah, blah, blah. Front of the blah, line. Front of, yeah. You're going to get treated a whole lot better. They're giving beer to people. They're, I mean, there's given all mm-hmm. kinds of benefits uh, yeah. for, for getting the vaccine. Yeah. Right. So I think, yeah, that is the way in which, they are going to present things mm-hmm. without saying, uh, what do they call it? Vax- vaccine passports or whatever. Right. Um, so, but, but to your point, how long does this go? Five years from now is a, is a 
vax. Well, there'll be, gonna, there's going to be something down the road. Something else will pop up. Yeah, some, 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 uh, uh, you know, virus and dirt or something. You know, I, who knows? That's been my biggest fear with this whole thing is the precedent that it has set with how we treat these types of situations. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's a hundred year thing. What was the Spanish flu in like 1918 or, or whatever? hundred years 18, to the day. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, so I don't know. I don't know if, if things just, we'll see. There'll be, a, there's always, there's always another catastrophe, mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. big issue, existential threat. There's always a, a one around the corner, right? There could be a, I mean, we could have a nuclear accident. Dude, did, did you see that, uh, that Miami apartment complex? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. How, when you don't pay attention to the cracks in the wall, the walls are going to fall. Oh my God. How awful. Like yeah. sitting in your apartment and collapse and yeah. kills you or, yeah. or wounds you. I mean, mm-hmm. just, any th- crazy things can happen. We'd have a massive earthquake right now. I hope we don't. Hope no. we don't. Yeah. No, no, no. Let's go. <laughs> That'll put it into COVID. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. COVID. COVID the sequel. Yeah, we need to end it. But uh, anyway, Bill, uh, we're about 58, 59 minutes or so. Whatever. whatever. We've, we've kept the attention span to those. And, and uh, anything longer than this, they're going to tune out. Yeah. I was like, turn these guys off. Yeah. If we haven't been censored yet, which I'm sure we will. Well, I hope so. The more... <laughs> <laughs> the more and more we talk about COVID uh, and things, mm-hmm. you know, I just think that someone out there wants to push a button and, and get rid of us. By all means, <laughs> give, me, give me, you know, enrich my life so much. Yeah. Well, milkshakes, milkshake shots milkshake and painkillers uh, and painkillers. Pain <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Recipe for Whoa. disaster. That or- would be absolute. You would be completely in this in the supine position <laughs> indefinitely if that happens <laughs> oh boy well you got to get some rest thanks for being here bill i know you're in some some pain but appreciate you playing through it oh you have to no other you choice have you have to you got to get up there and take your swings and uh make sure that you uh get home safe <laughs> well said sir well guys on that note that will wrap up this week's edition of the weekly wednesday weigh-in conversation with my good buddy bill barnes until next week bill should be fun guys out there no matter what you're doing whether you're out on the town or around at third base get home safe thank you for listening to this episode of the get home safe podcast we greatly appreciate the support we know we have a lot of loyal listeners out there but we always want to keep people informed of the many ways to follow the Get Home Safe podcast. We have various social media platforms. Our Twitter handle is Get Home Safe Pod. Our Facebook and Instagram page is Get Home Safe Podcast. And our email address is Get Home Safe Podcast at yahoo.com. There's plenty of ways and options to listen to the Get Home Safe podcast. Anchor helps distribute our podcast to places like Apple, Spotify, Google, and many more. We also have a YouTube channel that is brand new for us. Not a whole lot of content on there yet, but we're going to try to put out more and more video episodes in going forward, as well as short clips here and there regarding uh, big events that happen uh, over the course of time. So lots of options out there, guys. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email, offer uh, some suggestions or content uh, topics, or uh, just ask us some random questions. We always appreciate that. I know Bill Barnes does, especially on Wednesdays. So uh, looking forward to continue to bring you great episodes here on the Get Home Safe podcast on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Guys, have a great rest of the week. And as always, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe.